This audio is brought to you by muslimcentral.com. Before the Dajjal can come out, there has to be a preparation, an introduction. The stage has to be set for him. A world full of fakeness, a world full of deception, a world full of fake media, fake social media, things appear different to what they really are in reality. People think in a fantasy world and make things that are fantasia world look as if they are real. Liars look like they're telling the truth and the truthful people look like they are, they're actually lying. That's what they think. What's been shown to us a long time ago used to be bad or abnormal or wrong. Now it's become normal, right. And anybody who opposes it, they're the ones who look crazy. Do you know what I'm talking about? We live in a world of fakeness right now. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mercy, you know, may Allah have mercy on whoever is saved from it. You know, a little while ago, for example, I want the young people to listen. I'm actually a teacher and I've got students. We always talk about these things all the time. What are we talking about? Things that in my days, they used to be outrageous. Today, they're very normal. One thing, for example, students ask me a question. Can I have a girlfriend? Can I have a boyfriend? Is, does Islam allow it? And I'm thinking to myself, isn't this meant to be so obvious that you can't really, you know, there's no such thing as boyfriend and girlfriend outside of marriage. But they ask about it sincerely, really thinking there's nothing wrong with it. What's the problem with having a boyfriend and girlfriend? What's wrong with that? You know, nothing wrong. Everybody does it. What used to be wrong, and I'm even talking about the non-Muslims. In the 1950s, it was very normal to say that I won't you know, be with a guy or a girl until we're actually married. Non-Muslims used to say that. And then slowly as time went on, it became normal. And I'll tell you this story, maybe you've heard it before. My little brother, uh, he used to be in kindergarten in, um, what's it called again here? What do you call kindergarten? Nursery, nursery. So he used to go to the nursery and he was about four years old. I came to pick him up and he says, wait, 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 I need to see Jessica. Now, I gave him my Lebo thing. You know, Lebo is what we do. We smack across the head and we go, Jahash, come over here. So, Jahash <laughs> means donkey, by the way. So, we said, come here. And I used to put him on my bike, dink him on my bike, and we used to go home. And then he goes to me, I need to see Jessica. So, who's Jessica? He goes looking for Jessica, starts carrying her, and he kisses her right on the lips. For a four-year-old little brat, I go to him, what are you doing? He goes, that's my girlfriend. I got him, who taught you that's your girlfriend? He goes, today we sat and the teacher goes, okay, all the boys are going to have girlfriends now. So you is this person. You and my little brother, Jessica, she's your girlfriend. They don't know what it means. But what I saw about that is that it was normalized. And I'm talking about 20 years ago this was. It was so normalized from a young age and it's considered to be cute. Cute. How nice. 
Don't worry about the STDs that are going to happen later on. Don't worry about abuse that's going to happen later on. Don't worry about how they're going to objectify women later on. Don't worry about, you know, a man feeling that he just, you know, focuses on what he wants. Don't worry about girls not knowing what the heck is going on on social media. I keep showing my body and my images and these guys keep using and abusing and they don't really value me. You know, this is what's happening, guys. Wallahi I don't mean to be sarcastic, but this is the truth. The fake world. I get my students and I talk to them. And the stuff that I say, I'm talking about year eight, year nine. You have year eight, year nine here? Year eight, year nine, they're about 14, 15 years old, 16 years old. They have no idea. And when we tell these girls, you know, look, for example, they say to me, on social media, there was, um, you know, this guy, he likes me. <laughs> he likes me. They think it's all cute. And I say to them, he doesn't like you, Ammar. He doesn't like you. What he likes about you is that it's easy for him to see what he wants to see of you. She said, yeah, it's true. He wants me to take off my hijab. And I did. I go, why? Why did you do that? I said, because he gives me attention, you know, and, and he loves me, wants to marry me. I go, he's 15 years old, man. What's he going to marry? And I said, now, if, 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 and I have to say it, their language, by the way, just to try and make them understand. I go, if I took your head off and put your friend's head on your body, it's not going to matter. It's not going to make any difference for him because he wants one thing. And they said, but I can't believe that, you know, they think like that. I said, that's the, what the world has made you think. Internet stuff. You know, I have to say, I, I like to push the red buttons and I like to talk about taboo topics. Pornography, for example, has objectified every human being and we live in a hypersexualized society. That's what we live in right now. And now we need to address these issues when a long time ago they were abnormal. Now they're so normal. You're crazy if you say that you want to get married. That's what the world we live in now. But girlfriend, boyfriend, that's fine. It's become so normalized. Brothers and sisters, that's just something very small. There are other matters that have become so normal that in the past, for thousands and thousands of years, they were wrong. And I fear for this new generation, if they are not aware of what actually, what brainwashing is happening to their brains, what, cult, what, what we call it upper, um, we call it classical conditioning. I'll give you another example. Social media today, you all agree that it's fake, right? Fake. You look at a person, let's say a brother wants to know a sister or a sister wants to get married to a brother. The first place they go on is Facebook. All right, that's fine. But you know what? It only tells you about 20% about your life. This is what experts say. But they believe it. And everybody shows their highlights on social media. And everybody thinks that everybody's living the life except me. I'm missing out. And that's why we have so much depression, anxiety, you know, post-traumatic stress disorders and all that because our expectations are right up here, but it doesn't even exist. So when people, for example, get married, they have these high expectations from what they've seen on social media over and over and over again. And then they feel that they've been betrayed. So they end up in divorce and they feel that they have been betrayed and hurt. Why? Because of the images that are, you know, over and over again in our faces as if it's, that's what it's supposed to be. But it's not. It's not real. You know, I mean, our hormones and our egos and our, our, our dopamine levels, you know, this drug thing that comes out of our brain every time somebody gives us a like or somebody gives us a little comment, you know, it makes us feel happy for about 10 seconds. And then we want another one and another one and another one. That's just a drug. 
We need to be aware of these things, that we are living in a world of fakeness. And that's why we can't find happiness. In fact, there's no such thing as happiness. It's supposed to be content. It's supposed to be content. Our perfection is in our imperfection. There is no relationship that is perfect, for example. My brothers and sisters in Islam, what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that the coming of the Dajjal, the deceiver, there has to be a preparation of fakeness where people start to believe the unbelievable. I'm saying this to the young people so that they, can, they do not fall prey to this thing. Do you know what classical conditioning is? They did this experiment in psychology on a dog. And what happened was this guy who owned a dog, what he said was, he goes, I used to put food for the dog. And I had a bell and I started ringing the bell. And the dog would come and eat from that food every time I rang the bell. Then one day I didn't put food, I just rang the bell. And I found that my dog started to salivate. He started to produce saliva, even though there was no food. Then I took the pot away and everything. And every time I rang the bell, he salivated as if there is food. An imaginary fantasy. That's called classical conditioning. If you keep repeating something over and over again in someone's eyes, then they're going to start, they know it's not true, but you start believing it and expecting it. And when it's not there, we got mental disorders. And social media now has been made in such a way that it's meant to program you so that you can come back again and again and again and again and again and again until you get this mental disorder where if your phone's not in your pocket, every few seconds you feel as if your pocket is actually vibrating. It's called vibration syndrome or something they call it. An addiction just like drugs. Why? Because they want to sell you stuff. They want to show you things that are not real so that you can buy and buy and promote and buy and feel as if you are so important, but you're not. The era of the Dajjal means that. Where religion itself looks like it's backwards. Where we cannot make a, you know, a connection between the real world and our religion. Religion is so real, subhanAllah. But, you know, some of us also, we look at religion as a tra traditional um, sort of thing where people just memorize the Quran for the sake of it, but we don't really understand what the Quran is saying. You know, I pray and I pray and I pray, but I'm not changing my attitude, my character in my life because I don't know why I'm praying. I have students who are questioning who is God? Does he really even exist? And you know, we come to talk about evolution and they say, well, you know, this is a taboo topic. Come talk about sex education. This is a taboo topic and it's got that problem as well. While the world is going ahead and brainwashing left, right and center. We live in the world of sex, drug and rock and roll. That's what we live in right now. And the Dajjal loves that. When he comes out, it'll be so easy for people to believe in him. He'll say, I am Jesus Christ. And so many people believe in him, even Muslims themselves. And then he says, I'm God. And people say, yeah, we believe in God. You know, you're the God that we believe in. It'll be very easy for them to believe in it. If you can classically condition the brain to think so. Now, the Prophet ﷺ told us that the Muslims will see three letters on his forehead. They are kafara or kafar or kufr. Which means, the word for kafir means to cover up the truth. To cover up the truth. Cover up reality. Cover up what, what I really am. Cover up what the truth really is and believe something that doesn't even exist. The Muslims will be able to recognize this. We need to recognize it now as well. We don't get stooged that easy. My advice to you young people, my dear brothers and sisters, Wallahi, 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 your deen and your Islam is there to protect you. Don't let this new age idea of making you think it's backwards or that you are missing out 
by practicing your religion. At the same time, practicing people, please understand what you're practicing. We are not for show. We are not hypocrites. That's the worst thing that can happen to us. And we are certainly not ritualistic type of people. You know what the Prophet said, and I'll end it with this. This is a really good hadith, which I want to share with everyone. He said, do you know what a Muslim is? And they said, Allah knows. And then he said, a Muslim is somebody whom people are safe from his or her tongue and their hands. They don't harm him and they don't backbite him and gossip about him. And do you know what a mu'min is? And he said, a mu'min is someone whom people can entrust them. They can trust them with their property and their dignity. And then he said, do you know what a mujahid is? And he said, a mujahid is somebody who can strive against his or her own desires and egos to continue to worship Allah to the best of their ability. And then he said, do you know what a migrant is, a muhajir? He said, a muhajir is somebody who is able to desert their past sins and work towards better. My brothers and sisters in Islam, I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to save us from the world of fakeness. Nobody likes fakeness and to help us know the truth from the false. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enlighten your hearts and bring us all back to what is best for us in this world and the next. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make you happy in this world and the next. Give you great spouses in this world and the next. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us from all harm and all diseases and all problems. Thank you for listening and thank you for having me. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.